big dick. Uh, I'm glad that we started going live is when we started like, oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> it's a giant penis. All right, hold on. Uh, I'm just waiting for my internet to get back to full bars so I could start the intro. This is, I have a connected mic. I have a connected directly to the Ethernet, but it's still Comcast. So there's that. look, it's not my fault that you're victim to a multinational conglomerate. It's not, you know, like I am too, but you don't see me. They are geniuses. Leave them alone. All right, here we go. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. We are recording whichever way you are listening to us. If you're watching us live, then we are live. If you listen to the audio version of this, then uh, we're recording. Welcome to the uh, what's up? Oh, listen to me. Welcome to the Mount Geekmore podcast. I uh, are recording on a new night, Monday night instead of Tuesdays, switching it up a bit. Um, uh, your favorite podcast where you come to uh, watch and listen to people talk, debate, and argue and yell. Over their favorite uh, Mount Rushmore top four, if you will, or their favorite pop culture subjects. Today's pop culture subject, as you could tell by either looking at the screen or looking at the listening device that you're listening to us on, is the Mount Geekmore of Survivor movies. Uh, I am Larry Science. With me, as usual, is David Uyoa. Howdy. And we have uh, Debona. What up, y'all? And then we have uh, Mike Mercadal. Hello, friends. All right, cut. Neri. Uh, we're going to do that again, and we're You're going to... You're a little low. <laughs> I cannot be that's, louder. That, no, that's that's where you're good. It says when you step away from the mic. Okay, here we're going to go. We're going to go again. Okay, from the top. <laughs> I want to hear Ooh. some emotion. I want to hear some uh some fear for your life i want to hear like like you've been on a desert island for uh, an exerted amount of time i want to hear that you've befriended a volleyball i want to hear it in your voice as you do the intro to mount Kimo. okay and quite on the set and action spalding <laughs> uh, all right uh comment i'm just uh sharing now uh, listen live comment uh, let's F and go. Nope, not all. <laughs> let's F and go. All right. So, uh, anyway, so we are we are talking about uh, survivor movies. We're talking about movies that. Um, uh, Dave, have you gone to Wikipedia and looked up the definition? I know your 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 this is your thing where you literally technically you usually go to Wikipedia and define. You know, what I uh, is. I was very curious as to what Wikipedia said a survival movie was, and um, I I was illuminated as it were. Uh, so it says it often overlaps with other film genres. Uh, actually, I skipped a line. Uh, so it is the film genre in which one or more characters make an effort at physical survival. So that is the uh, the, the 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 primary 
you know, the, the, the crux of the matter, right? Uh, it often overlaps with other film genres. It's commonly referred to as a subgenre of the adventure film, mm. along mm. with the swashbuckler, war, and safari film genre. Ah, the old swashbuckler. I love swashbuckler movies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some buckles need swashing, you know? They, they often do. Yeah, yeah, they often need some swashing. Uh, <laughs> what was the last swashbuckling movie you've seen? Like the uh, most recent, not the one that you've seen most recent, but the one that's come out most recent. What's the most recent swashbuckling movie? Anybody? It's got to be Pirates, right? Yeah, that was like seven yeah, years every, ago. <laughs> the, the last <laughs> one was, was a couple of years ago, and I didn't hate it. Um, I mean, it, was, it wasn't great. No, but it was uh, a a a marked improvement over the, the middle two. That was Atlantis, am I correct? Which one? The last one was Atlantis. Was it Atlantis? What am I thinking of? Is that the one with the mermaids? Well, there was no, the, the mermaids. Um, I think was the the second one. No, Man, no, we no, are no. veering. Yeah, we are veering way off. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I really, you know what's funny? Because now that you brought it up, I want to watch the the. I think I'm gonna re- binge the. Uh, those pirate movies again but anyway, yeah continue so survivor survivor movies are basically yeah. a subgenre of other kind of movies What's yeah but it, uh, the the most important aspect here is that one or more characters make an effort at physical survival make an effort so they don't even got to actually survive no Correct. no no that, is, I, I, that wasn't for, my criteria my criteria is if you if if everybody dies it's no longer a survivor movie that's the way I saw it. Well, it's it literally is, it is a story about survival, but they don't accomplish their task at the end. Right. So you didn't survive. But the story <laughs> is still a story of survival. It is them trying to survive. So you're just watching I, a at least slow one that you're not going to be happy about then. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just because the title is Survivor movies, that's what we're. I, I that was my criteria. I was just like, you know, we'll talk, we'll go around the whole night. Uh, Dave, what was your criteria for these movies? Um, I I, I kind of went. Uh, there's there's a lot of movies that I think have elements of survival in it, right. um, but are but lean more towards one way or another. So I tried one to keep way. the. Or the other. I'm gonna get you. Get you. Sorry, I'm sorry, bro. And really if, if they get you, then according to you, it is not a survival movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, if they so, get everybody, if they get right, ev- if right, everybody right. dies, I'm like, oh. Well, I mean, so I, I I tried to make sure that survival uh, was more important to the plot and to the character development than say. Um, elements of science fiction or elements of action or, or, you know, one thing, one thing or another. So if it leaned more heavily towards um, survival, then, then it kind of made the cut. Okay. Okay. I also use that as a way to kind of like rank these. So when I was like in between two, I'm like, okay, which one focuses more on survival? And that's why, even though uh, there's one on my list that's um, lower it's actually my favorite movie on the list, but it doesn't focus on survival as much as it does 
some of the others. Debona, what, what what was your criteria? How did you come up with your selection? Uh, man, I uh, I found four movies that uh, that that fit this descriptor <laughs> that I liked. I, honest to God, this was this was this wasn't one of the ones where I had a huge list that I was kind of slowly narrowing down. Um, I kept kind of finding other reasons, like Dave said, to be like, well, this one's not really as much survival. The blah 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 blah, and I really just kind of came down to. And here's five of them that I really like. So we're just going to organize that into the list. Uh, Mark, Mike. Uh, I thought you said Survivor Series. So I've ranked my top four WWE Survivor Series uh, pay-per-views. Bono's already got his list. (laughs) He doesn't. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here with you. You're not. Let's do that one too. No, uh, I, I pick. So for me, it's all about one man surviving the elements right like elements you want specifically with elements yes because it's not about other people to me when i think of a survival situation i think of like well i've also been watching a lot of bushcraft and getting out into the wilderness videos and watching that show alone as if you watch that show if you watch that show alone they it's like a contest and these people are out there for date like months just living off of whatever they had in their pack and whatever they find and whatever they kill and all that shit is this the one where the commercial was like there's bears like like Battlestar galactica yes that's the one (laughs) one where the, the commercial shows like a cougar yeah, they show like a Wolverine and all oh, this stuff. And then they show a bear, and I'm like, and then there's somebody's like the voiceover was like, there's a bear, there's a bear. And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. Guys. They send them out by themselves. They have like video cameras and GoPros and shit, and they got to survive. And that's the only rule. They just got to survive. So I like the idea. The only of, rule. They kill each other for food. It's like, yeah. you said the only rule was to survive. <laughs> yeah. <No, that's- laughs> That's the pay-per-view edition called Survivor Series. There's That's litigation. Why you gotta buy Discovery yeah. Plus to yeah. pay that extra bonus <laughs> just to be able to get that. <laughs> um, no, I picked. It, it's it, for me. It felt like it had to be some sort of solo survival, mm-hmm. and it had to have some sort of like journey. Like it had to have some sort of like st- like it couldn't just and, and something had to be done like creative in terms of the way the movie was made too so like there's a lot of that like you know you plop someone on a desert island stuff but then there's also like when it's done well it doesn't just have to be about nature it could be about other things let me get i might i'm just gonna get a guess and you don't have to say anything if i guess it right i'm just gonna did you have to science the fuck out of this What? (laughs) (laughs) Your internet sucks. What'd you say? (laughs) So my the way I went around the two things that I needed, I I thought it's one against the world, right? Even if it's not elements specifically, I thought because there's some movies when you look up this subgenre, there are some movies where it's like it's like a family or a team. And I'm like, "Mm, no, no, I need it to be like one motherfucker. And maybe that one person is also like, oh, like I had a friend, but that friend isn't really like the main part of the fucking movie type of deal. I need one, you know what I mean? Like I need one person to be against everything else. And two, you need to live. Yes. <laughs> so that's the thing. Uh, or the or the majority of the people. Like, you, know, you get what I'm saying? Like the like if everybody dies, then I don't find that surviving anymore. I find mm-hmm. that uh, that's a thing. So that was just a way to just chopped down my list uh this was a little difficult for me in the sense of i had to 
cut it off. I, I got to six, seven choices. And then I was mm -hmm. like, you know what? I'm going to stop looking because if I keep looking, yeah. I'm going to keep finding more. And I just had to stop looking. Uh, we do have a couple of um, um, uh, notes here, comments from people. Uh, Missy says, hi. Yes. Uh, hi, Missy. Illuminated, he said. Oh, you got to uh, Google that. That's Woo Bro. You don't Google yeah. shit here. Uh, oh, that kind of unsuccessful uh, survival stories equals they're all dead. Uh, yeah, that's it. Unsuccessful survival. Story. Um, all right, so we're gonna go ahead and go with our number four. With the fourth pick, number four, round four. I'm in no mood for your wife's crap. Let's get it on. All right, for those of you who are new to the uh, to listening, uh, we're gonna go through our picks one by one around the horn, and we're gonna have five minutes to do so talking about our picks so that we don't get a bit long winded and we can end this uh, podcast in time for me to get turned down for sex. So, <laughs> oh, if we could go ahead uh, and uh, David, what is your number four? What'd you come up with? Uh, okay, so my uh, one of my other picks is debatable as to whether or not it's about a group survival or not. Uh, but this one is definitely one where it is more than one person uh, trying to survive in its deliverance. Oh. Mm. Nice, mm. interesting. Uh, so, uh, deliverance has, uh, I think, there's there's elements of like man versus nature. There's elements of man versus himself, and uh, and and man versus man. man. Versus Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, squeal like a pig. Yeah, man versus dick is all I heard about that movie, man. Have you never seen Deliverance? Oh, no, no. I saw the movie. This is the, the story. All right. So in what we had, I had turned it on to watch it for the first time. And I already knew about it, about that uh -huh. scene going into it. But I was watching it and it was me and my wife. This is years ago, and I don't know what happens, but her and I get into an argument. Nothing about the movie, but we get into an argument, and it's like a heated argument. Like what the, you know, like we got heated argument. I and know the as story. As we're fighting, as we're like in the midst of the argument, we hear the squeal. We and then I, like we both do that thing where we're talking to each other, but we're kind of like glancing over at the TV, <laughs> and we're watching this scene in horror, and we both stop fighting. Stop arguing to go what like to be like what the, and she had no idea about the movie she didn't even know what the movie was about she had no idea about the scene i did i just for some reason thought that this scene came at the end i don't know why i thought this was like the pretty early on in the movie yeah, yeah. you, you thought it would on. end you thought it would end romantically yeah. you know as <laughs> i thought it was like and then, <laughs> boy, and then a boy gets boy like i thought that's what it was gonna be um but no it was pretty early on in the movie and then the fight stopped and i remember even saying to her like 10 minutes later i'm like it's funny how we just stopped watching how we stopped the, the fight and she was like well when a man is getting raped by another man you <laughs> kind of everything kind of just falls in like, she was like there yeah, yeah. priorities man you know? priorities <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But um, so yeah, I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah, uh, I mean this. It's uh, it's it's definitely a, a not for the uh, for the faint of heart. You know, um, they don't all make it out alive at the end of the movie. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, for for a 50 year old movie at this point. Um, but oh my god, Deliverance uh, is 50 years old now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, so th this is something that I read in high school. It was assigned by a teacher. And uh, and we watched the movie in class. Um, well, how was, was that scene? How was that scene in, in the book? How was that? Was it better in a movie? Was it better in a book? How was that? <laughs> Ned Beatty brought a real um, verisimilitude to it. Was it better than not worse? 
was it better in the book than in the movie? That's I just I want asked. to make sure. Yeah. That that's um, what, okay. It was it was it was definitely more uncomfortable in the book. Mm. Well, yeah, because you can read it <laughs> the description. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, so um yeah it's it's uh it's i think it's a movie that still holds up uh quite well um and and especially if um you know if if you're the type of person that likes to go uh outdoorsing you know and you uh you go out for hikes and you 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 go out you know kayaking canoeing uh rafting this is this is a movie that always it always it always makes you it, it gives you pause and you're like dude do you really want to go? You're, you're, you remember the little banjo kid, right? I think that's him over there. Yeah, talent though, no lie. The kicker play. Oh, yeah. He played play the hell out of that banjo. Played the hell out of that banjo. <laughs> um, yeah, can, I, can I bring up a, amazing, by the way. Uh, Neri, your story about a, a, something on the TV distracting from what was happening in the moment. I had a very similar situation when I was uh, at a girl's house for the first time and we started to fool around and we were like, oh, we need to watch something. Like to have something on in the background, like, you know, because if it's like real quiet, you feel like psychopaths. And then so you put something on the background. And for some reason, we landed on uh, what's that show with um, the on Netflix that was about the future and science. Fuck. The, Sensei. Uh, no, no. The Black the, Mirror. Black Mirror. The first episode where the prime minister oh, yes. of the UK Fox has to fuck a pig. Yes. <laughs> so we were there like making out. And all of a sudden we were both like what because it starts off with like a girl crying and then that's all of a sudden it's like you gotta fuck it like we completely forgot whatever it is that we were doing we were all arousal left the within like a quarter mile radius everyone yeah. was just like dry and we were all like are we gonna watch this guy fuck up oh he's fucking the pig okay okay all right and then <laughs> good night get on my train yeah, go home the, like the stark realism with which that episode was it's wild was it's like uh sir you cannot uh come to fruition too early or they'll believe that you enjoyed it too much you cannot come too yeah. late or they'll believe that uh you really wanted to screw the pig yeah that you're really digging it. My, here's my yeah. question, Mike. When you were do, watching this scene or this, I haven't seen this show at all. So okay. uh, when you're watching this and the whole thing finished, did you look at her and be like, so do you want to fuck a pig? Uh, Are you no, going, baby? Are you uh, going? <laughs> I, well, uh, no, I was like, uh, you sure do got a pretty mouth. Squeal! I did that. Uh, all right. I and, and then she just, then she just took her panties off and threw them right at around, him. Bring it around. Oof, no need for these. The <laughs> uh, Bono, what do you got for your number four, man? Uh, my number four is one that honestly, when this topic was broached, I thought would end up higher, but I found three that I liked more than it might get tabled. So I'll just say it. My number four is Castaway. Table. Tabled. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Ooh, perfect pick. I mean, um, it's actually my number four as well. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Still tabled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, cast away and cast. Away. That's one you got to just get out of the way. <laughs> Yeah, it really is. It's like yeah. okay, well, here it is. You know, it's it is. What uh, it is. We'll get to it. So uh, <laughs> I, um, all right. So my number four. I'm just gonna make that. I'm just gonna pull the trigger right now. Pull the trigger right now. Is I am legend. As soon as as soon as you said it may not be against like the elements or like other people, I was like, this fool's got I am legend on his list. um, I I actually only have one movie that's against the element. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, uh, so you're not wrong, but there's also other ones. Uh, I Am Legend um, is, uh, I thought it was a phenomenal movie. A lot of people didn't like yeah. it. Um, I have friends of mine who were very upset with the movie. Well, because We're, the dog. I think, no, they were more upset with the fact that they had found the cure at the end and he didn't have to sacrifice himself. That was my friend's take on, on like why they didn't like it. He, they, they, they didn't appreciate the fact yeah. that he gave himself up and to which I, my rebuttal is his entire purpose in the movie, his entire reason for being is to create the, the antidote. He created the antidote. He had nothing else to live for. His fucking family was gone. His dog died on him. Like He had nothing else to live for. And if his sacrifice, his ultimate sacrifice, could let the, could ensure that the, that the antidote could would make it, that because he felt responsible for being the one, he he was the one that created the the virus to begin with, and so that was my thing, and I I I love this film so much. I, I if you watch it. Um, when I went to watch it, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I was like, it's a Will Smith movie I'm in. And and then I didn't know that there was like elements of horror. So I didn't know that. So the, the fucking zombie-like things kind of creeped me out. To be honest, I was like, oh, shit, this is a little fucking scary. But then again, I'm a pussy. I get it. Uh, but it was... Um, I, I highly enjoyed this movie. Like his yeah. psychological journey. It's not just physical. It's a psychological journey where he's trying to do everything to keep in... Like it's... It's very impressive. And when so, not the dog with so, the girl. So you didn't just stick with ones with just one person though. Well, this is the whole the majority of the movie is one person and then oh, okay. and he sacrificed himself. This is this is like the one caveat where he didn't survive but somebody else that he died for did survive. Oh, okay. My, my my whole thing was well, everybody like if everybody dies like uh, if the story is no different when you leave it than when you come. Well, I think that's one of the reasons why people hate it because the, he could have just not done what he. The movie could have not happened, and the same th events would have that, happened at the end. That's not true because he created the serum. He created the 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 whatever the fuck you want to call it the uh, the, when the, when the or whatever it was. Whatever. When the DVD for this came out, it had an alternate ending that I thought yeah. was far superior. Yeah, I, um, I agree. Where he didn't blow himself up. Spoiler alert. Um, but you know, and he and he realized that he had just become like a monster and, and and constantly trying to cure and, and killing these things and that they had a, they had lives and that, that by abducting them, he'd become a terrible person. And, and he does survive in the alternate um, ending, which I thought made the movie better. I liked the movie. I just thought that the alternate ending that was on the DVD was better. I don't. Even, I I know I saw the alternate ending, but I don't even recall the alternate ending. And in the I mean, in the alternate ending, he just like gives the guy back to his girlfriend because he sees the butterfly tattoo and realizes what he's done, and then he goes off. Um, and and he actually makes it to the the station at the end. Right. I, I like the ultimate sacrifice because he has nothing else to live for. Like I like the that the theme of that storyline of saying like he he. The only reason he was doing this is because he promised the world, he's promised his family, he promised the world that he will that he will fix this, that he will fix his, his his what he what he messed up. His family was killed in front of him. His fucking dog died in, in front of him. Like he had to kill his dog 
his dog turned and he had to kill his dog with his bare hands. Like he had nothing else to live for. He did have that sweet Mustang though, which I think is enough. I would have been <laughs> good to drive through New York, like empty streets of New York, dripping like no fucking traffic. big drifts around Times Square. It's Hell yeah. Elk. Yeah. Just gotta avoid the elk. You just gotta avoid the elk. Shoot a lion. Who cares? It's the end of the world, <laughs> man. Do fuck, it, right? Just yeah, get out so there I, and do I, the damn thing. But I like that ending. I like the the reasoning for that ending. To me, is makes sense. I'm like, he has nothing else to live for. This is uh, my whole my whole point of life is to create this thing that is now created and done and fixed. So I'm why why am I still here? Um. So anyways, uh, and she fucking cooked his bacon. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> Uh, all right, so the number fours are Deliverance, Castaway, uh, Castaway, and I Am Legend. Those are the four that we got. Uh, so we are going to move on to our number threes. Uh, round three. Three is a magic number. Yes, it is. All right. Uh, Dave, what do we got for number three, man? So I um, I didn't even consider this one until I saw it pop up on a number of different lists. And I was like, man, this really is a survival movie, isn't it? And I think it's because it's part of a series that kind of veered off in another direction uh, right after this, uh, this installment. And it's First Blood. Uh, that is also my number three. Is it? Okay. Wow. Is, wow. Didn't even think about that one. No, so that is, I, I mean, it, the only reason it's not higher is because the, the other movies are uh, better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. But yeah, 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 my number three as well. So First I, Blood. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I um, see, this is the one that I said, like, as far as which one on my list is my favorite. This is my favorite movie on the list, but as far as survival elements, I think my number one and my number two surpass it uh, for, for, for focusing purely on survival. Cause there is more that's going into first blood uh, than just survival. There, there's, there's a lot of action there, but all the action is centered around John Rambo's survival. Here's the thing. I, I would disagree. I don't know what the other two actually, I know one of the other two, Right. Um, but um, I first blood to me is a complete survival movie, even if it does have action in it, because it's not just a physical survival of him in the jungle, in the woods, in the forest, whatever you want to call it and running away from the cops. But it's also the mental survival yeah. of him surviving Vietnam. Yeah. So, I mean, it, those elements are clear as day in that last scene of him crying. Oh, man. I mean, that's on. The, that's like people talk a lot of shit about. Stallone being quote unquote just an action movie star, but I disagree wholeheartedly. But that scene, along with you know, there's other scenes in Rocky where he does real acting, and people just forget that for some reason. I think it's because of his lip and whatever the fuck. Well, you don't like my but, couch, uh, uh, yeah, you want to get couch, huh? Okay, not good enough for you, huh? <laughs> uh, but that's Oscar uh, worthy, you don't like my couch. I, that that last scene in uh, in, in in First Blood, I think, is is his best. Uh, his best work as far as his acting goes. I mean, Copland was pretty fucking stellar acting too, my friend. Copland's good. Um, um, but I, I, get, like, I get what you're saying. There's no, I mean, I, yeah. I'm not going to argue with it. Like this scene um, is so great, the, but it shows you the mental yeah. surviving, no, this, like this whole thing. I, I think we, we often overlook this one as a survival movie, as I did. 
because what followed it veered so far into uh, into like over the top eighties action, and 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 it's fantastic. You know, we we what all love over the top. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's the movie where he puts the hat backwards and then he arm wrestles. Yeah, like, I mean, he turns into a machine. Yeah, like a uh, like the struck. Uh, can, can I make a point of contention? Uh, sure. Because sure. this. So when I think of survival movies, I know because there's a bunch of what I would call fugitive movies mm-hmm. or like escaping the law movies or, you know, like being that 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 concept of cha- being chased by some force or you're like escaping or something like that. That didn't even enter into I even like like if someone would have mentioned, I'd be like, no, that's not survival where it's like a like survival to me has is so much about like nature and, and like have the seen, like the universe in a while have you seen first blood i haven't seen it in forever okay, i'm go like only, go rewatch that movie because what I'm he's saying in is, the fucking forest and he's against not only cops that are chasing him but he's also against the elements the rain the cold uh right but he's, at one point right there's a, but he's uh, there a, because of uh because of the I feel like being chased and like, like he said in the second, like in the rest of the movie, like I'm sure there's elements of it, but I don't, I, I, but I'm getting more at the idea of like escaping a force is not survival to me. It's more, it's a different thing. You know what I mean? Like what, what would you call it? I, I I'm sorry. I don't know what you mean. I, I don't <laughs> because you're, what you're saying is, it, it, is the fugitive a survival movie, but the fugitive isn't in nature. Yeah, he's on the woods. He dumps in the waterfall. He escapes in through the woods, well, and he's hiking. Go, go but it's watch, not the whole point of the movie. Go watch First Blood. Yeah, I, I, you're, I, you're, I you're think I'll go watch it again. You're, you're comparing the fugitive, where there's literally a scene where he's in the forest, running through the forest with chains on, and First Blood, where there's a forty-minute scene of him in the forest. Is I mean, the it's, pest it's, it's not even a survival a 40... movie. <laughs> <laughs> It's the pest with John Leguizamo. I I have a a survival movie. I don't think it is because I haven't survived it. I haven't seen that movie. movie. So, I knows what I'm talking about. It is a hundred percent Rambo. Like it's very specifically, he's out in the woods. All the (laughs) arguments you're making for Rambo could be made. So for the pet is, is your is your argument against like it's a pest? joke Wait. but it's it's, it's is, your, is your argument against i've never seen the pest but is your argument against the pest being a survivor movie the fact that it's a comedy no that he because, it's he's so not he's so in I, nature but the whole point of the movie is that he's being chased by a human being oh then that's a survivor movie yeah that's, yeah that's it, like that's okay. pest is the most dangerous game with yeah, right. scratch, scratch castaway scratch the whole mountain the whole my whole mountain is the different versions of the most dangerous game there's the one with john leguizamo there's the one with ice tea there's the one from has the one where it's called where it's called the uh, surviving or survivor. only the strong or only or something like the uh strongest survivor something like that it's literally in the title yeah i'm fine i'll get uh-huh. this is not the only type of survivor movies. This is not right. what Dave and I are saying. These are All not right. the only type of survivor movies. But it is a kind of survival. Movie. Yeah, it's All a. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I just didn't even think about it, but now you're saying I'm. I'm. You know what? The pest. One, two, three, four. Top ranking. <laughs> go wa- go watch. I think you should go watch um this movie. You should go watch. I'm gonna go watch First Blood again because now I'm it's curious. The family sure. It's in, yes. it's in the family. I imagine it is, yeah. By a couple multiple, times. <laughs> on, a, on multiple accounts, or whoever you want to go through first. Yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, I, I, 
that have no no i okay. thought about this movie i didn't even have to look it up i thought this is one of the movies i thought up i go okay there's castaway and then there's <laughs> there's this, like, <laughs> castaway. um all right uh the bono what do you got for your number three uh for my number three i've got one that is one person um trying to just survive. Um, however, the elements that they're surviving are something that they're not super familiar with. Uh, my number three is The Martian. That's my number three. Hey, look at us. Science, up. Science, that's, that's the, great the hell, science the fuck out of this thing. Science the fuck out of this thing. I, it was it was so good. I honest to God had no idea what to expect the first time I went into watching The Martian. I'd never read it. I didn't see much about it going into it. I really didn't know exactly what I was getting myself into. And I was blown away at how good it was and how Matt Damon put this whole movie on his back. Yes. That's, and and yes. Just, just carried it. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. And um, just the, the different things he had to do to have, you know, just something to do some days, like just bored out of his mind and ends up going and digging up the old rover and creates a way of communicating with back home and the farming and all of that. It was just I, this movie blew me away at, at what all they accomplished with what was a majority one man cast. The, the 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 that part of what I was saying that criteria from the beginning of how it had to be creative like in the movie in the filmmaking sense for me to like really appreciate like this this was one of those things where the book already was based in like this scientific fact uh, Andy Weir the author my brother had read the book and he was like bro it's fucking amazing you got to see it and I'm like they're making it a movie I'm gonna watch the movie first and then read the book because I feel like it's better that way so you're not disappointed by the movie. Um, and then so once I watched the movie, I was like blown away at when I went back and I and I started reading the book. But what ended up happening was reading about Andy Weir and that guy's process about like he he like exhausts the science out of it, and makes it as realistic as possible. So when when he's flying up at the end and they take he strips that fucking thing and he's flying through the atmosphere like you're like, there's no way that thing would fly like that. And then they just drop the one line that of the real science that it's like the atmosphere on Mars is thinner and you don't need to worry about this sort of thing. It was like, oh, shit, like the detail that they, this guy thought about and how it translated into the movie with um, what's the director's name? Uh, Ridley Scott. And it's just like most of the movie is Matt Damon acting at nothing at a camera. Yeah. At a webcam. You know? Yeah, that's it. Like, He's I just... think, yeah, it's just and that that's and 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 then you know we'll get back to to Castaway, but but I mean like I am Legend, you know. So there was a good chunk of that movie. It was him acting, you know, just at a webcam, you know, create a dialogue when there's only one person, yeah. and um, because in a movie, you know, internal dialogue isn't isn't a thing. But I just and like you said, yeah, just science the fuck. I was just I was just blown away at how he just kept coming up with new things to do. And and how, like I said, the farming that I was like, I was like, oh, there's there's no way. Right. But then you go and look it up and it's like, OK, so the things he said, those add up like maybe you could grow potatoes on Mars or, you know, and it was just it just I was just amazed at this movie that I had no expectations going into and. I, I loved it. I, they did a great, great job with this movie. Yeah, it was fantastic. And also, like, um, so even this, so the scenes back home where they have, um, um, uh, like Childish Donald Glover, Gambino. yeah, Childish Gambino is a scientist, um, uh, Kristen Wiig, uh, Jeff Daniels, Jeff Daniels, 
so good. Like those, and then the crew, like uh, Jessica Chastain, the people that had to come back and catch him, and the fucking drama of them having to line up two lines on a screen so that they yeah. catch they catch him. Like that shit's what. Like it's it's beyond belief made believable because there's no way that all of those things could happen in that way 100% that it works out every time etc cetera, etc cetera. and but in the movie itself like you can't like dismiss it because it's like technically it's po- it's po- like you can't just say ah that's impossible because it's like I mean it kind of is it's just the sheer probability of it all lining up perfectly like that is kind of bullshit when you think about it but at the end but like when you're watching it it's like really engaging and Matt, like Matt Damon was like Oscar worthy in that movie. Yes. Mike, Mike watches Wizard of Oz and he's like, oh, really? The monkeys fly too? The fuck out of <laughs> Their here. bones are too dense. Birds have hollow bones and that's the why they're light enough to here. Monkeys have this primates have dense bones. down in a you bubble, just bro. me to believe this shit, huh? Like, it's like, it's a movie, Mike. I could suspend my disbelief of reality for a talking lion, but this oh. bridge too far. This is really? Red slippers with a fucking blue and white dress. Bitch. I'm sorry. You know, uh, okay. bit, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I I thought the Martian was okay. I thought it was okay. I Super fun. I, I'm uh, Ridley Scott is one of my favorite directors. He's probably my favorite director of all time. If I'm like, if I had to like narrow it down, he's definitely up there, top two or three. Uh, and uh, this is just this movie was just okay. I don't do well with uh space movies in the sense of like i don't really care i'm the perfect audience for space movies because i don't know anything about space so to <laughs> me it's all fucking believable to me that was like yeah but, but when they start smart. explaining swords check they, yeah. they start explaining it to you and you're like no 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 just yeah. show it just give me yeah. the yeah. give me the space yeah. don't show yeah. it don't explain it i don't need you to teach that me about science my, that's the one part i liked about this movie the most is we like i'm gonna science the fuck out of it perfect yeah Let's Boom. go. Moving on. Like this is all. Like, <laughs> did you ever, Mike? I know you saw this. The movie with Seth uh, Rogen, on uh, where he's he's pickled. His oh his, yeah, American yeah. pickle. Yeah, I saw American it. pickle. Uh, so the, the the basis is this guy Seth Rogen's great grandfather or whatever it was falls down in a uh, pickle factory and he gets perfectly preserved and then they find him, whatever, hundred and fifty years later, whatever it is. But in the movie. They're giving a press conference and voiceover where he says all the science is explained and everybody believes. Yeah, everybody, yeah. Okay. everybody accepts it and <laughs> really believes it. it. And, and it's it, like one of those things it. literally just ch- mm. showing you bar graphs and pie charts. And then like the voiceover is telling you and the science checks out and everybody uh, understands and everybody's like, oh, uh-huh, yes, cool. yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> That's me when I watch any science movie. That's I'm like, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. That's okay. Yes, right. Yeah, Good. Right. It's Potato. true because you said it is. Yeah, potatoes on Mars. Okay, cool. I <laughs> never once did I think to myself, ah, I gotta look this. Whereas I'm watching oh, Interstellar with the calculator, constantly seeing yeah. if the math adds up. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm and I'm, and I'm here like, uh, yeah. Never did I think to fucking Google Mars's soil content. And <laughs> up as a, like I don't give. I'm like, uh huh. Mm-hmm. And still, the movie was just it was fine. 
it was fine. It's uh, on I, our mountain, so yeah. we believe it to be more Correct. than just I'm you, I'm just giving you my opinion. Is all. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. I thought a movie was fine. Is that what the show is about? Forget it. I'm out of here. There's, there's a this. movie. Uh, there's a, there was a space movie that came out that same year that blew that shit the fuck out of the water. So I'm not going to say it in case it's on somebody's list. Mm. But I was just like, oh, okay. Um, all right, Mike. Uh, that you said that was also your opinion. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I've been fucking jerking that movie off for this whole time. All right. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I like the fact that my my speak to spell was on, and it literally caught you saying jerking this movie off the whole time. Yep. Uh, all right. So number threes were First Blood, The Martian, The Martian, and First Blood. <laughs> Get out to our number twos. Round two. <laughs> Dose, the sequel to you know. All right, dose, David, give me your deuce, bro. Uh, Just chuck it, throw it to me. It keeps saying that. Give it to me. <laughs> uh, my my number two, Neri. We were talking about this just uh, just a little bit before we started recording. It's uh, Apocalypto. Ooh, missed it by that much, mm, my friend. That would have been. It was between that and uh, and. Um, and I am, I am legend. legend. If it oh wasn't yeah! For that, if it wasn't for that, you and I would have the ex- you and I and the Bona and Mike. I would have the exact <laughs> <same> <laughs> <mountain> <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I love it, this movie. Speak on it, man. Yeah, it had been so long since I had seen Apocalypto, and um, I, uh, I I I I had enough time to watch one movie today, and and I thought, you know what. Let me do Apocalypto. I was between Apocalypto and another movie, um, which if it's on your mountain, don't mention it, uh, that I hadn't seen in a long time, but I don't own. So I would have had to rent it called The Edge. So um, I own that movie, my friend. Do you? Yes. Damn it. Okay. Well, what, well one man can accomplish, another man can do. Nah. So, uh, yeah, this this movie, there's uh, there are elements of, you know, the the man versus nature, you know, trying to survive the elements. Uh, But it is it is mostly a story of a man simply trying to get back to his family in time. Uh, So it's it's not. What's that? Sorry. It's uh, it's it's not just his survival, but the the survival of his wife, the survival of his son, and the survival of his unborn son, uh, which he does not know, you know, w- will be born by the end of the movie. So, um, I can't stop picturing these uh, ancient warriors drifting cars through the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm just like <laughs> that. That scene is just mashed in my brain where they're like escaping, and all of a sudden, Vin Diesel pulls up in some like tricked out Toyota Supra, and then just like is like, "Get in, you're my family now." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it's uh, it's 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 brutal. It's it's kind of difficult to watch at times because because of how real the the movie is. The the way Mel Gibson shoots uh, movies is. Um, is is incredible, you know. Um, say what you want about him as a person, but as a as a director, oh damn, that guy's got talent. So um, yeah, it um, it's it's difficult to watch, but I I think that that makes the survival elements uh, all all the better, you know. And uh, a Jaguar Paw, his um, 
his insistence that like this this jungle is his home you know by by the time the end of the movie comes around and he kind of understands his his father's message at the beginning of the movie about not to fear right and and to uh to be one with this jungle you know and he says that line you know uh this my 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 father hunted on this land i hunt on this land and and my sons will hunt on this land when i'm gone you know as he's saying that to the guys up on the uh, the the waterfall it's 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 this amazing moment where like you know now like yeah he's he's gonna survive i don't have to worry about his survival anymore up until that point you're like ah, is, is he gonna make it you know is he gonna make it in time is everyone gonna die um yeah, and of course you you see the the conquistador ships; they're all gonna fucking die. But um, you know, but that's after <laughs> spoiler, the spoiler alert. When, when <laughs> yeah. the white man comes, they're destroyed. Jehovah. They're destroyed by <laughs> colonialism. Yep. Uh, I I don't I hadn't seen this movie. I haven't seen this movie in a, in a few years, which is the reason why I didn't make. I ultimately went up going with I Am Legend because I was like I don't feel comfortable enough. With this, like the knowledge of it, I know I loved it, and I, I but I've seen it a few, a couple times, but not in a, in a few years. Uh, so yeah. I, I don't feel comfortable enough, you know, speaking about it. But it was a, I like I said, uh, from what I remember, it was a fantastic movie. I remember loving it multiple times, and um, I'm with you on, on Mel Gibson. He the man could fucking make a film. Yep. Uh, but um, yeah. Uh, great movie, man. Great, great film. I can't. I have the kids the other day. There was no way I was like, there was no way I was gonna watch any movie, much less stuff like, yeah. like, hey, let's watch Apocalypse, kids. Let's watch. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, the bonus. What do you got for your number two? Uh, my number two is a movie that I almost didn't put on my list, even with it being this high, just because it toes a line between whether you would consider it a survival movie or just a post-apocalyptic movie. But I think the, the, the deciding factor is the only plot of this movie is to survive. There's not even an end game in place. My number two is the road. Oh, I haven't seen this. Movie. I've never seen that. Um, I've not seen so, it either. Okay. So the road is an absolutely incredible movie. Um, it's, it's got Viggo Mortensen in it, and it's just mm. it's freaky, freaky good. But it's it is horribly depressing. So for for I mean, but it, the reason and so it starts off, and all you really know is there's some unspecified cataclysmic type thing that's happened in the whole world, and everything's gone to shit, right? So your first thought is this is post apocalyptic, but as the movie continues like you look at other stuff that we've talked about castaway mm. the martian like i'm trying to get home i'm trying to get home right apocalypto i'm trying to get back to my family i am legend i'm trying to find the cure there, there's always an end game and all of these things that, that they're trying to reach the whole point of the movie the road is just can this dude and his kid survive they're not trying to get anywhere there there's not some you know oz on the other side of the rainbow that if they get there they're gonna live it is literally just about them surviving and the awful awful things that they go through thank you hilda um as the road is amazing jinging uh man <laughs> i haven't seen that in ages now i want to rewatch it she also gave and, shout out to 
I love space movies. The idea of things going wrong in space is terrifying to me. The Martian is an excellent survival movie. Hey, Hilda, I got you. Yeah. Um, so now, now knowing that the three of you have not seen it, I won't go into too much because there are some genuinely shocking and slightly disturbing things that happen in this movie. And so I don't want to give away anything. Like is the um, road not paved? Because that would be shocking. You got to pay uh, that. Uh, parts of it are paid. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. um, <laughs> but uh, no, it's just. Is it in the same universe as Mad Max Fury Road? Do no, they meet definitely on the a Fury different Road? Universe. No, everything's everything seems to be kind of cold on Vigo Mortensen's road. Um, so ah. a very different place. Um, but it's and, and, and that's really all it is. It's Vigo Mortensen and his kid. And they're trying to survive. And hmm. there's no, like I said, there is no, if we get to A, B, and C, then life gets easier. It's just, life's never going to get easier. This is just what we have to do to make it. Hmm. And wh- when you take a look at all of that as a whole, I realize that it is a survival movie more so than just apocalyptic, uh, post-apocalyptic type hmm. movie. Um, so I won't say too, too much because, like I said, the three of you have never seen it. Highly, highly recommend uh, The Road from 2009. When you All said right. that it was cold, that, oh, his universe is cold, I just kept thinking about the trailer and, um, fuck, what was that? What was the uh, Robert Downey Jr. movie where he, uh, where he plays a black guy? I'm, I'm, well, I'm Tropic Thunder. Thunder. Tropic Thunder. I'm thinking, I'm thinking he plays a white trailer. guy playing a black guy. Oh, yeah. I, that is true. I played, uh, I just kept thinking about the trailer in the beginning where um, <laughs> he, he was all about a scorcher, heat scorcher, or it's a scorcher three, scorcher yeah. four. And then they get to the winter one. He's like, somebody left the fridge open. And it's just, <laughs> like, that's all I thought about when he was like, no, it's cold in, in Vigo's world. And I'm like, somebody must have left the fridge open. <laughs> um, yeah, no, tr- the, you, you guys have got to, it's like I said, it's depressing as hell. I mean, it'll, it, it wears on you. It's not something you're going to watch again and again. Again, but damn it's good mm. interesting uh mike what do you got for your number two my number two is the revenant with leonardo dicaprio uh like literally survival movie because he gets fucking eaten by a bear and that's where the like the movie starts like that's where yeah. i feel like yeah. like he's like not only does he have to make do with the wilderness he's also got to like heal from being like ripped open and uh and then get back to you know like where like he can get back to his civilization and and it becomes kind of like survive slash revenge to against tom hardy or, or not not tom hardy the actor tom hardy's character in the movie the revenant um and also this one because it was it was like alejandro inuritu the uh, the director was doing all of this like natural light shit it, like the cinematography was incredible these long shots that look almost like one giant take like it's this forever on the bear dick was amazing yeah we're just real good stuff and but i mean it's like you remember the rumor before that movie came out the rumor was that leonardo dicaprio gets raped by a bear yes like everybody yeah there was this huge thing going on that people were saying that like the premise of of uh the revenant is that he gets raped by a bear yeah he gets raped by the bear and this is before the movie came out and i was like no, <laughs> and I was like, what? I wasn't even totally unsold on it. I was like, no, is it like it was one of those things yeah. where you, you have to say no just to because so you could like say how? no? It's like, that like rape, rape? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yes, like, no, 
Like the, go, that was the I'll, big rumor before the movie was yeah. that yeah, lo, like raped, raped. Yeah, and then you start thinking to yourself, man, this dude must really want an Oscar. Like, he must because <laughs> he's been fucking. Well, he won, so yeah. the bear rape was worth it. Uh, now, and I, I feel like I brought that up just to clarify that joke that I made about the bear's dick because that's the whole the whole point. The whole I didn't remember. Yeah. What are you talking about? There was a rumor uh, about about the fucking. I had no. I yeah. I don't I don't remember that. Like all I remember was going to see it in the theater and Hilda face palming. Uh, no, that's not what happened in the theater. But Hilda <laughs> is face palming in the comments right now. All I remember is going to the theater and people were genuine, like visibly ill at the makeup effects of him yeah. ripped open and how it was like in his neck and throat where he couldn't talk right and um the whole time uh uh I, the person i was with was like i want to i want him to use chapsticks so bad <laughs> like that was the whole movie was just that i couldn't stop looking at his lips his lips look like they hurt so much because you know, they're like all cracked and shit it was wild so yeah the movie was so like you, the makeup was amazing as far as like injured, but here's the thing: this is like the yeah. one time where I got like you, Mike, where I was like, "Is that even possible?" Is because they show you how fucked up this guy is, but he survives. And then mm -hmm. this is around the same time. This is a frontier time where somebody gets shot with what is ultimately was is basically a fucking BB gun nowadays. Mm -hmm. Gets shot in the leg, and you're like, "Well, we got to amputate it." I'm like, "What?" This is the same time frame where you got to do that, but this guy survives a fucking bear attack and he's fine. Like that's a thing. And I was like, that's the one time. And I turned it off. I was like, all right, I guess we're going to, I guess we're going to go. We're going to science the fuck out of this uh, surgery. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be, to be fair, as long as you're, this is a, from a medical professional, as long as you don't get infected and you can breathe and you have enough blood in your body to get oxygen to your blood, to your organs, your body will heal itself. You know, maybe not the, not well, but your body just will start putting it scar tissue. <laughs> yeah. Start putting its shit back together. Like that's what it's supposed to do. So the fact that, cause they do show that part where they, he does get help and he gets like inside the horse and he, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. all of that shit is, is like, just I, looks I, like an infection ready to happen to be honest to be, <laughs> yeah. i mean that's what makes it like to to me this movie was all about like that brute the brutality of survival also like because yeah you gotta cut that fucking horse open you're gonna have to the tauntaun horse is real you know like you you and gotta I they smelled bad oh, on yeah. the outside and the you know like the genuine part where the water like there's there's scenes where he has to get water and that part of all of it it was just like it was still compelling even though it was just this like brutalistic view of survival and especially the fact that he was recovering the whole time and then the end of that movie is fantastic where he finally like Yan is my favorite when he's fucking going after Tom Hardy. That shit to me is amazing. Crazy. That more that like, part. I got look, I'm getting goosebumps. Look at it. Look, can you see that, that part? I, I love that part of the movie. I enjoyed this movie a lot. Here's the thing. I'm I'm never gonna rewatch this movie. Like I'm like what yeah, I mean, like that's, that's kind of how I stand with it. It's yeah, you know, I'm not gonna rewatch this movie, but that I would rewatch that last half hour. I would rewatch that. Shit. Yes, that it's part is uh, again like the he served he had that was like the drive for survival was also part of the story. Like if he was just out there in the woods trying to survive, the fact that they gave him the fact that Tom Hardy killed his son and all this shit, oh, 
fucking like the whole time you're like yes survive you turn you turn into uh robert downey jr in tropic thunder where he's like survive <laughs> and, and then, ed, ed hardy uh, ed hardy ed, ed hardy tom hardy <laughs> not his brother ed tom hardy <laughs> does an amazing villain because you just every yeah. time he plays a villain you go oh i'll kill that mother it, it, yes kill. it's great i love that movie and that's my number two my issue with The Revenant actually has nothing to do with the movie itself. I just get pissed off sometimes that this was Leonardo DiCaprio's first win when I, I feel like it oh, was. Yeah. It definitely wasn't the one that he deserved it the most for, oh, and that deserved, just kind of yeah, pisses me off. Like so well, often, he deserved, he deserved it for this too. He deserved it for yeah. this as well, but he also deserved it for Wolf of Wall Street. He Wolf of Wall for, Street. That's what I always go back to. Like the fact the that, and, and so, like I said, that's got, that's got nothing to do with the movie. I just get pissy that it's beach. like. When he was when he was Jordan Belfort, like he was acting his ass <laughs> off, and it's like and it's like now he's just screaming in the woods with the, the bear scratch down his neck, and it's like oh yeah, see that guy oh. covered in snot with the chapped lips, best actor. I think because it was the same year as The Martian, right? So I think The Martian, like um, Matt Damon in The Martian, was a better like acting performance of like right. carrying the movie, but I feel like because. Like I think this was given to Leonardo DiCaprio because they hadn't given it to him the other years. So I feel like Matt Damon should have won this year, but Leonardo DiCaprio should have won for a million other years, you know, like Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like that and then when I remember that part of it, I just kind of get pissy because like I said, I really mm-hmm. thought Wolf of Wall Street was gonna be his first one. I, I don't what angers me about this movie has nothing to do with the movie, it has to do with the fact that there's no rape from a bear. <laughs> yeah. All right. You I was you, sold on yeah. bear rape. You, yeah. It's a, a classic bait and switch. Bait switch. Classic. <laughs> and here's the thing: I went on about the DVD just to get the behind the scenes. Like, oh, maybe it's in the fucking deleted scenes. You know? Like, no, no. Was it a CGI dick? No. Mm, none of that. It's all real. There's no complete total um, lack of hair dick. I I disagree with you guys, Reverend. I think his. I mean, I I I think he should have. I think he wanted. He deserved it for this role as well. I'm with mm-hmm. you that he deserved it for many other roles, but he definitely deserved it for this role. Definitely above uh, Matt Damon's uh, shitty potato eating. Uh, I, I'm I'm Reverend to me. I mean, that's that's you know, you know, give me that any day. Um, my number two is Tropic Thunder. Kidding. Uh, uh, I, I, at this point, if you would have said the pest, I would have been like, okay. <laughs> Whatever, man. Uh, All rules are out the window. That's not true. It's inaccurate. Uh, no no one has made a, an illegal pick. Nobody. David is the king of uh, calling out illegal picks in this podcast, my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, my number two is uh, Book of Eli. Oh, fantastic! Oh. Movie. I uh, highly enjoyed this movie. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Did not know that it was based on religion. Didn't know. Uh, I, I, I didn't know until like you know, yeah. it's like oh, it's, it's the Bible that he's carrying. Yeah. Like, oh, oh shit! Okay, yeah. wow. I didn't even know. Even then, I was like, oh, it's a Bible. Okay, like I still didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I that's, uh, that's the MacGuffin. Whatever, who gives a fuck? I'm like, just move yeah, but, on, right? But then, but then you, but then it's like, oh, it's in the fucking title, you know, like the book yeah. of, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I very much enjoyed his movie. I, I love the fact. I love the way he made his own chapstick from uh, rat, from rat grease, whatever the fuck it was. Uh, a, a lot of uh, surviving. A lot of uh, the action was great, but I watch this movie like I watch most of Denzel's movies. I'm like, it's Denzel. I'm gonna watch whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. like anything. I watch him read a fucking phone book. Um, but yeah, that's it. 
That's the Book of Eli is my number two. Are we going? Are we do? Do we do our own honorable mentions anymore or no? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. I have those two. All right. So for number twos, we have Apocalypto, The Road, Revenant, and Book of Eli. Uh, let's get to the honorable mentions. I don't have a little music cue for that, so we're just gonna go with honorable mentions. David, what do you got for you? Oh man, I wanted you to do that for two minutes. I just be like, here's the intro music. You want to just scat for two minutes? Stop it, like for two minutes, and we every time we go like, oh, oh, right, right. So one that I saw on plenty of lists, but I, I couldn't bring myself to put it on uh, on my top four's Jaws. Um, I thought that was going to make your list, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I definitely see how like the the last act of the movie right. uh, is um, is survival. Uh, but to, to me, it's always going to be more of a monster movie than than a survival movie. Um, the Edge, which I did not have time to rewatch. Oh, God, it's, it's, it's been, I don't know, easily so 20 years since I've seen The Edge. Had I had time to watch it today, I may have moved uh, Deliverance off the list and put The Edge on. Um, I but watched the, the Edge, the Edge I watched- has one of those things that like sticks with you like forever. Like I was young when I saw this, but I will always remember like, so if you can use a bear's weight against it, that's how you you kill a bear, right? Yeah. Like you, you got to use its own weight against it. That's the one thing I know about bears. <laughs> I I did not watch the Edge until the first time that I watched it was, which was literally like 2019. It was right before the pandemic. Oh, really? I, I watched it for the first time then, and I feel as if I should have watched it sooner when I was younger because now I was just like, uh, okay. I, it, it was yeah. good. It was fine. Like that's I yeah. just thought it was fine. But I love that line that Anthony Hopkins gives where. Uh, um, where he says, "What one man has done, another man can do," and I think that's a fair, like that. That's that line. You could carry that line as a as a as a you know life lesson type of deal. What one man mm-hmm. has done, another man can do. They get um, tattooed in papyrus on your chest. In, it has to be in papyrus, though. It has to be papyrus in, in Comic Sans across your chest. Um. Uh, one that I did not put on because uh, to to me this is I mean zombie movies automatically are discounted but it is survival uh, is Dawn of the Dead mm. um, uh, more than Day of the Dead which we mentioned in the um, the post apocalyptic one uh, the focus on survival here I think is um, like paramount to the story uh and another one which uh like just uh, barely missed it and oftentimes this movie i think it's um a lot of hate because uh the following year interstellar came out and i don't think you can compare the two is gravity uh i think gravity is an excellent survival movie phenomenal missed it by that much gravity is the space movie that i was talking about about came out the same year as the martian as a martian uh, and i feel uh, like and it was can we table that it was oh, oh okay oh all <laughs> about science with mike uh all right uh Tabona, <laughs> what do you got what do you got for your uh, for your honorable mentions um honorable mentions i've got children of men which didn't make my list i mean it's about the survival of the human race but it's not necessarily about survival of the characters that's why i ended up eliminating a fantastic movie just didn't I think it necessarily fit the criteria i, I got great movie. i hate that movie 
And I, I apparently I'm the only one on earth that hates that movie. <laughs> no, no. Okay. See, I, I saw that movie when it came out and I yeah. could not get into it. In fact, mm-hmm. I didn't finish watching it. Me, I'm uh, the well, I, I finished watching it, but I watched the movie when it first came out. There was a lot of Oscar buzz to it. I'm like, I'm going to watch yeah. this movie. And I was like ex- excited to watch it. And I'm like, this movie sucks. And I love it. Everything I heard about it afterwards, I'm like, man, I need to give this movie a second, a second yeah, shot. I, I'm willing to give it another shot, but fuck, I, I hated yeah. it with passion. In fact, yeah, like, like I, I said, I watched it, was... it, they then nominated for a bunch of Oscars. And I was watching the Oscars that year, and every time it was fucking mentioned, I was angry. I'm like, oh, fuck off. Like, I was so angry at the Oscars. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it was just, uh, but it was not, not the um, movie, so I got to rewatch it. Couple others, a 2013 film with Robert Redford that I, I've actually never met anybody else who's seen, but it is a survival film called All Is Lost. Mm. Um, was a great, great movie. Uh, amazing performance from Robert Redford. Um, and then 127 Hours, which uh, almost, almost, almost edged out my number. My number four spot. That much. I'd never seen 127 Hours because I Neither don't have I. know if I could look at that dude's face for that long. <laughs> like the whole movie is him. Like not even Seth Rogen shows up. Like I'm like I'm <laughs> by himself for the yeah, whole no, again, fucking movie. Again, like, uh, uh, incredible uh, example. But of, uh, but of I think Jay Barrett plays, plays the boulder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was yeah. weird that like in the third act he smokes the big cross joint right before. <laughs> yeah. He I, I mean, I was thought that was own. weird. You got to do what you got to do. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, again, incredible, incredible example of, you know, one actor carrying an entire movie. Yeah. yeah. Mike. Um, I, the, I'm, to not mention ones that we already mentioned, uh, Alive, the soccer movie where they crash on the mountains and they have to uh, eat yeah. each other. That was yeah. when I was a kid. That was like one I was like, oh, did you see that movie? Yeah, they yeah, eat people. Yeah. And I didn't see it forever because I thought it was going to be like this horror thing. And I tried to watch it like as a teenager then. And I was like, this movie's boring. But then I watched it again as an adult and I was like, oh, this is like really good. <laughs> you know, it's like Park ruined that movie for me after oh, I, I watched know. that movie. <laughs> But years later, Star Trek comes out with an episode. Have you seen this episode? No. (laughs) And and the power goes out, right? And the power goes out, and there's like an assembly of some kind going on Mm. in the school, and the power goes out, and they're locked in, and there's a blizzard or whatever, and they go, oh, we're going to have to eat somebody. And they're like, what? Like There's one one outsider, like one out-of-towner who's not part of the town, and he's like, what? And they're like, yeah, we're going to have to eat somebody because, you know, the food is scarce and Robert, and he's like, "It's been 15 minutes. What are you, what are you guys <laughs> yeah, talking yeah. about?" And then they cut to and they come back to these people and they they finish eating somebody, and then one of the ladies is like, "I'm pregnant and the baby's hungry. Uh, we got to eat again." And he's like, "Oh, we got to eat again. We got to draw straws." <laughs> and the guy who's out of towner, he's literally like, like still blood in his mouth, and he's like. We just are you guys? Are you guys <laughs> he was like, "Are you guys anemic? What's going on here?" Like, it's just so, so fucking absurd, and it killed the movie Alive for me. Yeah. This episode was a, like a thousand years after the movie Alive came out, but it just ever since then, whenever the the even I for some reason any reason the movie Alive comes into my head, I always think about South Park. I mean, like, yeah. are you guys? Um, What's going on? <laughs> The other one, is, the other, I have two more. The open water, which is not like yes. not just, but the one yeah. where they're like stranded out there. Cause I figured I got to account uh, air, sea, land, you know. Uh, and the where's, idea. Where's your heart? 
Huh? <laughs> in Apocalypto, yeah. um, yeah. my my, the, I was scuba diving a lot at the time when that movie came out. So like the idea of not the shark, but the idea of being left by the boat mm-hmm. and just like being out there, like what I have to swim to fucking shore. Like where do I go? You know, and that whole that whole movie was just like one big tense muscle. And this one it violated my solo survival. Also, Apollo thirteen. Yes. I love no, Apollo 13. I was, that was, yeah, I, I didn't think of that, but fuck yeah, that was in my list. Cool. And the reason why yeah. uh, I'm glad that was your fourth, um, your final uh, honorable mention, because that was one of my very first honorable mentions, and it was gonna make my list. And then I made my rule that only one movie per actor, because to be honest yeah. with you, the other movie it was gonna be Apollo 13, it was gonna be Captain Phillips, and it was gonna be Castaway, and I was oh. like, I can't have. <laughs> All Tom Hanks fucking mouth. Yeah, man. A Hanksathon. Let's yeah. do it. So uh all those movies, by the way, I've rewatched recently, uh, along with a bunch of other uh, and then movies. the fourth one was Philadelphia. Yeah, no, I've seen Philadelphia. Oh. Literally, I just what? watched oh. what? What? Oh. What did I say? So uh it was a man trying to survive. You're not wrong. I can't take that away from you. <laughs> the pest and Philadelphia are equal in the eyes of this mountain. So I my honorable mentions uh so my honorable mentions are uh Apollo 13, Surviving the Game, Ooh, hard, yeah. hard Target. Wait, surviving um, the game is that Michael Douglas? No, that's the Ice T movie. That's the Ice T one. That's the Ice T movie where oh. he's running away from people in a forest, uh, and people are trying to kill him because man is the ultimate game. Yeah. Uh, so surviving the game, a hard target where Van Damme is running away from people who are hunting him because man is the ultimate game, and <laughs> then the pest, which is Charlie uh, Guzamo <laughs> running away from people because man is the ultimate game. Uh, <laughs> that's my honorable mention list. All the same. <laughs> They're all the same. Uh, yeah, that's it. Round one. This oh. is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. No Do it. Do it. Come on. Come on. All right. Uh, David, what do you got for your number one, man? Um, my number one is Castaway. Uh, hey, my number one as well. It's my number one as well. Yep. Well, it kind of had to be, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is. It is like the the like ultimate survival movie. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. the poster boy. It covers every aspect of it. Yeah, the, the lost loved one that's waiting for you that you think about the the you know nature, time, all that stuff. I'm surprised they yeah. made your list, Mike, because he was only there because of a plane accident, plane crash. So it was you know like he's just this. What? This really is a movie about mail. Yeah. Yeah, it is a movie about delivering yeah. the mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, it is, can we talk about a, the fact that uh, how unethical he is opening up these packages? Uh, excuse yeah. me, sir. Uh, that's a federal me. offense. He <laughs> he pained over it. It was yeah. like he he thought about it for a long time. He did. Well, he he did. didn't open the one. The one <laughs> that one. Well, the motivation. He's like, I must deliver this package. <laughs> I have to. And then he do goes. You think the reason? Do you think that the wings on this package that he did not open is what started all the wings on walls that people paint now, where women go and get in front of these wings? <laughs> I do now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You think there was a woman that saw this and goes, "You know what? I I, I want to paint wings on my wall." 
and let other women come. I think that's the best pickup line of all time. Paint I'm with- not like other girls in a line with 20 other girls to take a same <laughs> picture as 20 thousand other girls my favorite is when they take a picture of the wings but they're not center just slightly <laughs> off just a little bit off and then you're like Ooh, you're like play oh. the missed it by that much sound that <laughs> much yes all right um did you did you know that this started as a sequel to you've got mail <laughs> and, and, and that just you know uh over time meg ryan said no i won't do it and uh and so yeah. they, they they had to rewrite the female lead and from there it just you know also yeah. he had to go from being a rich uh mogul like bookstore mogul to being uh stranded on an island yeah um i will say dave Chappelle's in both uh no, i will say that this movie there was a line in it that i always thought was so fucking funny because when he finally gets back, spoiler alert, and then he goes to see Helen Hunt again, and they talk about how we have a they have a football team. It was when Tennessee, because mm-hmm. he's from Memphis, and then yep. he has. It was literally the year. It was like okay. right after mm-hmm. that that play where they barely fucking like you almost had it, and it reached, and he almost made it. And then and then she like mentions it. And I always thought that was such a funny fucking addition where they're like, they got so close. I was like some writer from Memphis, Tennessee, some Tennessee writer, like script writer who was like, no, fuck that. Fuck it. You know, he's like, had to put it in there. Well, and he, my, my, I thought you were going to talk about. It. He goes, we finally got a football team, and they put him in Nashville. Like he's like disgusted <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. with the fact so that the team's in Nashville. Uh, and that I did enjoy there's a lot of like little things in this movie that do like you especially when you watch it again like on a second watch you notice that there's so much detail in this movie especially when like when he comes back and he's like sleeping on the floor instead of the Mm -hmm. bed uh when he looks at all of the fucking crab like all of the food that he like all the seafood that he fucking struggled like you saw him like go through the struggling process of like trying to fucking make it like heat boil a cra- eat a crab and they're just like a mountain of it there like all of it going to waste it's yeah. like it's it, it was definitely like yes yeah hilda i always thought the face when he sees sushi at the party when he gets back was perfect because at a certain point when he d- throws the spear after he's already like lost all that weight and he's surviving and he's just eating the fish raw that was an incredible acting performance of him just like deadpan like this is fuel i need it to live Mm -hmm. there's no joy here you know like it's just part of the deal i have to survive and it's crazy how good he is in this movie i think this movie's perfect like it's a perfect movie it's perfect it's perfectly directed it's perfectly acted in um i think i i was upset that he did not win the oscar for this to be honest with you and it was and the the fact that wilson wasn't even nominated (laughs) i mean um it's political, bro. It's fucking yeah. political. Yeah. Uh, but this Who one, he, he, uh, Russell Crowe won for Gladiator. Uh, so this yeah. is the part. Like, here's the thing. I, Gladiator is everybody knows my second favorite movie of all time. I did not think Russell Crowe did a better job than fucking no. Hanks. And I remember him winning, and I was like, get the. I was still upset. <laughs> even though it's my, even though it's my favorite movie that year, and it's my second favorite movie of all time. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? We're like, what does this guy have to do to win a fucking Oscar, man? And yeah. it's uh, he. I, I mean, that performance. His performance was brilliant. The scene with with Wilson gets a lot of um a lot you know rightfully so gets a lot of attention because 
he is emotional over a fucking over a, a volleyball. What is yeah. essentially volleyball, but reality is he's he's emotional over the only companionship that he's had for four years. Right. So I don't want to take away anything from that team because it is brilliant and it's amazing. To me, the biggest heartbreak is when he sees uh, Helen Hunt again. Yeah. And and then she they drive off. And then he, she fucking stops down the street and she's like, you can't, and he was like, you can't do this. And it was fucking brutal. Brutal. Yeah. In the rain. You're talking about the in scene the in the rain. rain. Yeah. In yeah. The rain. It was just like he was driving and she was stuck in the rain and he fucking went back for her. And she got in the car and started fucking kissing and he's like, let's go. And they're like, and I mean, it was, that was yeah. just so brutal to me. The one that, because, well, that's the second time that she like drives away from the situation because there was at the reunion, he sees her through the window yeah. and that's when she's like, like walking around, whatever. And she, and he, you know, and then she, they leave. And then that's, it was like too much. And then, you know, like that whole moment where they they could have met there, but they didn't because she just, I guess, couldn't handle it. She left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when they do finally meet, you know that there's like definite like energy that she was struggling with as well. So like it the 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 structure of that reunion is like like perfect. 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 It was brutal. It was painful. You know, there's gonna be an "Am I the asshole?" about like "Am I the asshole for not leaving with my boyfriend who (laughs) crashed in a plane?" You know, on an island. Yeah, yeah. And the whole thing. But um, my ex came I, back after five years of being stranded on a deserted island. Should I leave my husband for yeah, him? Am I, not, am I an asshole for kissing yeah. him? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, bitch, you fucking kissed him. Um, yeah, I, I, perfect movie, man. I, yeah. I don't, yep. I, I don't want to monopolize uh, this, but I, don't, I like. I watch this movie and I constantly every time I watch this movie I post online I'm like this is such an underrated movie because no matter how great people acknowledge it is I don't think it's still yeah it's better much, than that it gets better than that and I, I always yeah it's funny one time I posted it's just an underrated movie and they're like it got nominated like five different times what are you fucking talking about how is this still underrated I'm like it's still underrated <laughs> it's still better than that like it's one of those things yeah, like, yeah. all right so uh, mine is uh, Castaway um, and so is Dave. The Bono, what do you got for your number one? Uh, my number one is a film that made me a more tense for a longer period of time than just about anything I've ever watched. My number one is The Gray with Liam Neeson. Yeah. I you were going to say The Pest. The Gray. I've never seen it. Oh, man. So, it's uh, fucking the pre- tense. Uh, Liam Neeson is this guy who works at like an oil, like a, like a, like a, an oil rig in the Arctic or whatever. And he like snipes wolves to keep them away from people. And he's flying out, uh, cause his tour of duty there or whatever is done and the plane crashes. And he realizes that where they are, they're surrounded by these wolves and him and this group of guys that were on this plane have got to try to not get eaten by wolves. Um, and so they're trying to stay together and, and keep fires going and, and just try to make sure that nobody gets away. And this whole time, you don't even really see the wolves that much. There's just there's just this constant knowledge that they're just beyond sight, which is this incredible idea 
uh, or, you know, like directorial decision to do that because the whole thing is they can't see them either. And it keeps you that much more on edge. It's not like they're always just looking off and you can see yellow eyes kind of darting around. So they know where they are. No, it, it creates this atmosphere of the, the wolves are omnipresent in their lives. And it's and the, so they're they're facing the elements because they are in the Arctic and it's cold as hell. And they're surrounded by wolves the entire time. It's almost it, like it, alien. You know how like an yeah. alien you never really see the monster like until way later. Like the, it provides that that, I, the, that oh. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt, but that's that's what it reminded me of when I saw it. No, it was like absolutely. alien. This absolutely. It's yeah, it's a great comparison, but I mean, this is uh, you know, like I, I know that Liam Neeson has done a lot of stuff and and is just um, he's an amazing actor, but this is a movie where it's he's just so good because it's not always just about like what he's saying, like his his body language and the way the way that he's carrying himself throughout this movie does so much to advance his character and. It's just uh, you. You there's 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 no there's no room to breathe. You, there's yeah. never a there's never a moment where you're like, Whew. all right, for right now, I know everybody's safe. Like I can no, you're just tense the whole time because you never know when the next person's going to get snatched out of the back of the group, or because like, but it, like I said, it's also not everybody who dies in it dies because of the wolves. There are people who just succumb to the elements and things like that. Um, Frank Grillo's in this as well. Um, mm -hmm. Now that I stopped and think about it, Crossbones. But um, it's I want to ask, ask a question about the end, but I also don't want to like spoil yeah, anything. I, yeah. You know, I, you know I what I'm about to ask you, right? I, I do. I do. And I, I honestly, I don't know that I want to make a decision. Yes. Good I, answer. Okay, good. Yeah. I, I enjoy I enjoy not not having to make that decision. Right. Um, but uh, I mean, it's just it's just it's it's so it's it's just incredible. And it's one that when I thought of, I was like, oh, yeah, good. Put it on the short list. And I was like, oh, man, it's better than that. It's better than that. It's better than that. And it just kept climbing. I it, I watch, you know, from doing this podcast, you guys know, I watch a ton of scary movies and stuff like that. And, and this is survival but it's not survival horror but it is so tense and scary the entire time but a very very different type of scary than a scary movie I, you're physically exhausted after you watch this movie because you don't realize that every muscle in your body has been tensed for the entire time until the screen finally goes black and you're like Oh. Can, I want to recommend also if you do watch this movie, if there's a way for you to watch this movie with surround sound. Yes, yes, because you can hear you can hear stuff behind yeah. you and oh. In the theater, it was genuinely one of the like trippiest. It, it was like signs. Do you remember signs? Mm -hmm. At the end, yeah. when the lights go down, like it, it goes real dark, and you hear like everything. I remember having a very similar feeling where, like, all of a sudden, like I would hear something. And I was like, Is, are, "Are people behind me making noise?" And it was from the fucking movie. And yes. then for the rest of the movie, I was, I was like, the whole time, I was like, "It's one know, of like, those things." Like, it's like that old uh, alien encounter at Disney World that became like the yeah. Stitches escape, yeah. right? Like you keep waiting to like feel something breathe on your neck. Or, yeah, yeah. I mean, just ah, guys, such movie. a good movie. Yeah, uh, it's worth right. watching. Um, uh, all right, so, so uh, Mike, Gravity. 
<laughs> not the movie, the John Mayer song. Hear me out. I would like no um gra- type so, of actual gravity, like the I'm law of physics. The the physical law of gravity. <laughs> um I would like um to say hold on, I'm I'm seeing something. Um so I, I picked, you know, like surviving nature. There was like a like the space and the nature, space and the nature. I kept coming back to like, like, oh, I guess it's all kind of the same because it like, and when you're in space, you're basically like underwater, or you like there's there's not even air, and that idea that you can't even breathe, and there's like your 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 no, nobody can even hear you scream, nobody can hear you scream, <laughs> and you're like you don't know which way is up. There's that whole, and also the way this movie was filmed, Alfonso Cuarón did the whole like long shot like it's almost like one giant take the whole movie is like one shot it and it's was, unbelievable that he actually filmed this in outer space uh, amazing. <laughs> there are shots in this movie Wait, where hey, I, are you unwrapping a fucking candy bar or something like there's <laughs> i could hear it clear as day i am so sorry i am actually playing with a little rapper here like, i am I, so sorry I, like, I, I will put it down i, I will put it no, down just, and it's I, gone just, like, in my mind i'm it's like gone. how long does it take him to open up this fucking candy bar no like, no no and, and i and listen i i have candy here i'm like an old man i've got i've got little caramels is and that the original uh <laughs> Um, well, that's even yeah. different. Those are those viejo caramels that these don't, are, the, yeah, un- these are the old people caramels. Yeah, yeah. I don't know teeth. where I got this. Yeah, fuck <laughs> up teeth, At least now we know for sure. Uh, David's the first one that's getting eaten by the wolves in the grave. Uh, <laughs> well, it's funny because when when the Bono was like, "You leave this movie super tense and like out of breath," and I was like, "Well, me and Dave don't need to watch this movie. Already out of breath." So with Gravity felt very similar in that sense of like it was like there were moments of release of tension but not fully so like anytime she would get to again it's like one of these hyper realistic in terms of like the science is not perfect and it's you know but the drama of it all there were beats where she could rest and you could see where and then all of a sudden something else would happen and then something else would happen but that initial problem of how it goes from them just doing boring old, boring old space stuff. Boring to, old science. Yeah, just regular old space. Because that's like, I don't know if you know that, but like the the Apollo missions, like in Apollo thirteen, when they talk about how they're not even going to air the the recording of them brought yeah. the broadcast because people are bored with the moon. You know what I mean? Like the space has become this kind of thing where like fucking Richard Branson and Elon Musk are racing to just be rich in space, like assholes. Mm-hmm. And I hope they stay. Yeah. Leave them up there. <laughs> and um, I enjoy like- Virgin Airlines, sir. I did not speak ill of you or your company. I think you are amazing. And the fact that you are opening up Virgin Cruises soon. I would like to perform on that ship as well. So please, Um, Elon Musk can eat a dick. The opinions here first. (laughs) The opinions expressed on Mount Geekmore are not of Nary Signs. Nary Signs worships our capitalist overlords. Correct. Uh, Elon Musk, sir, I am at uh, your service. Whenever you would like anything from me, I thank you. Uh, You and Jeff Bezos and uh, you guys are my friends. And I I, I, (laughs) am grateful to have you in my life, sir. Viva le capitalism. Uh, the okay. Make that sound like a dying giraffe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the. Somebody, somebody, somebody hear a giraffe dying? Yeah. 
so gravity. Uh, so Sandra Bullock's amazing in this movie. Yeah. There's so many shots in this movie that I I genuinely don't even want to know how they did it. The 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 um, George Clooney. The, so the first act of it, like the where they're where they're just working in space, and from like one minute to the next, it's like we're all dead. That fucking space debris that shoots through that dude's head. Oh man! That's oh brutal. yeah. Hey. That that from I remember I was in the theater watching this and and it's one of those movies where you have to like kind of look away or you get a dizzy a little bit just from how crazy it all goes, but the second that literally there was like the, the from the gasps in the room the air was sucked out of the, everyone was just like <gasps> because it went from because he was like dancing the Indian uh, yeah. astronaut was doing this dance and talk, celebrating and all this stuff and like uh, all of a sudden wham that thing blows right through his fucking head and then it's like the reality of the situation is immediate instant like the storytelling of it is like the stakes cannot get any higher we're orbiting you know the earth there has to be like the stress of it is is immediate and then it becomes the process of how do we think our way out of this because there's no like like muscling there's no like okay well i'm just gonna dive towards the earth and we'll figure it out you know what i mean like <laughs> they have to use their brains they have to figure it all out they have to do all this stuff they 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 show like even her breakdown like her mental yeah. breakdown of it and that scene is incredible with with Gwen clooney yes i yeah. absolutely love that scene yeah and the the like how they the space station like the the effects of them seeing it like from far away the part where she's like flipping uncontrollably and what it looks like from inside the helmet. Like there was a moment where it was like genuine, like, Holy shit. Like if, if this were real, which it felt very real, like the fear you would feel in that situation is like, unlike anything you could feel on earth. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's, uh, it just, that movie, that movie hit me so hard and I was, I was just blown away by it. Cause I didn't remember hearing, I remember seeing like one trailer and it was this crazy thing of people like, what the fuck is going on? And then I went in blind. I didn't know anything about it. And I remember this movie not getting a lot of love at the time. Like people weren't talking about it. I remember having to tell people like, have, have you seen gravity? I was that guy. Have you seen gravity? Have you seen gravity? Have you seen gravity? Because people were just weren't talking enough about it. I like see it every day, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, like, the, uh -huh. the, gravity right there. Around. The, the critical reviews were like phenomenal. Uh, yeah, and, and absolutely incredible. Um, I don't know how it did like financially. Well, it got a bunch of Oscar nods. So. It did. Yeah. And, so. and a lot of it was because of cinematography and directing and the oh, visual presentation was, of it all was amazing. Um, it's, its budget was between 80 and 130 million, and it made 723 million. Yeah, so, so gangbusters. I guess yeah. my friends aren't fans of space or science. I you know, at the time sorry, I was Mike. like, sorry. Yeah, Nary. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the movie that I love. This is the movie that I that's why I, when I watched The Martian, I was like, all right, whatever. I guess. It's true, I mean, you're right. I mean, this movie gravity is I, so much better. Um That's why it's number 1 on my mountain is because Hilda says that Tom Hanks is a national treasure. That's right. We we Sanchez Lopez says that's exactly how I feel about Mike Mercado. With a flower, with a flower. I mean, is that a flower? I believe yes. so. I believe. Uh, uh, otherwise, it's an anus. 
That's uh, what I thought, it, way. Was. That's it, what I thought it was. I'm like, all right. Uh, Hilda says, uh, that movie was great, but no joke. I left the theater nauseous with motion sickness and my anxiety at like level 11. Turned yeah. up to 11. Yep. Why not just make That's it one higher than higher. 10? Yeah, it's- oh, this is one higher. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that movie is fucking great. Number one on my list. Uh, uh, incredible. And one that I'll watch like again, I've watched it a few times and it still like grabs you. Like it's still just the way everything looked like, even though I knew what was coming and the final shot of when she stands up is, mm-hmm. is just like it, it was like so victorious almost like it yeah. felt like you, Vic- like you Vic- earned that victory. Victorious. Yes. Yeah. Well, and and it's one of the most iconic settings of any science fiction movie. Space. What? No. <laughs> the, the lake where she lands. That's the same lake from uh, the original Planet of the Apes. Is that oh Naboo? yeah. Is that Naboo? Is that, is that Naboo? Naboo. <laughs> Naboo. Yeah. <laughs> I saw somebody being held there. But I don't know. Yeah. Um, Misa, right. take it to NASA now. Oh, ooh, boy. Ooh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, number ones were Castaway, The Gray, Gravity, and Castaway. So we have three repeats in The Castaway, First Blood, and The Martian. Uh, those are the three repeats. So, so those are Final Mountain. So we so, got an island, we got the woods, and we got space. Right. And, and we, have we have eight, Mars. We have Mars. We, we have we, uh, we have prehistory. Or not prehistory, but, you know. Pre-Columbian history. history? Yeah, pre-Columbian no, history. I, I'm talking about just the number. Those are the ones that are repeat, so those make the mountain. The right. I was just left, saying, like. The ones we have left are Gravity, The Gray, Book of Eli. I mean, if you want to go against Jesus, our Lord and Savior, that's fine. That's up to you guys. <laughs> I mean, uh, are we talking about fiction or nonfiction? Uh, right. yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. you're outnumbered here Nary. <laughs> yes. uh, then there's the the revenant uh then there where it's a guy getting raped uh in the cold by a bear and then there's the road where it's just a guy in the cold no very and then there's deliverance where the guy gets raped by the other guy but, but not in the cold but sounds like a pig <laughs> not a bear <laughs> there's deliverance is i am legend there's apocalypto that's it. Those are the I, ones. I feel okay. So we have Castaway is got to be, but it's a repeat. Castaway yeah, I know it's in. Castaway, Castaway is in. It doesn't matter. We're not or- organizing the top that's four. True, that's that's true. four. So it's Castaway, First Blood in the Martian, already in. That's going up on the mountain. The guys are already the demolition crew's ready. They're already yeah, doing. They're it. already no, but I I set. think I know where Mike is going with this. He's he's trying to like you know take take a tally and see what kind of movie do we not have on the mountain, right? Yeah, so that we That's can fill that hole. Yeah. And I feel like we have Nate. Like so, we have First Blood, which is the society surviving like in the woods while you're trying to get away from society. Um, you have Castaway, which is surviving um the, in this environment with where you're where you're stranded you're, you're stranded. stranded essentially and then we have um what you're the martian but it was it's it's the stranded it's the very people. science one it's like super sciency so, so gravity the gray book of eli revenant the road and apocalypto i nominate and the I gray i nominate the gray because of you're surviving against animals against like a predator apocalypto you also survive against animals 
Because man mm. is the worst animal. Than <laughs> okay, so, I, I haven't, I haven't the seen the grave, game. but I, I am, I am gonna uh, say apocalypse. So we're, but we're in agreement. The, the fourth weird because I haven't seen the grave, and it's not your fault. I haven't yeah. seen the grave right. or the road, and both those movies seem amazing. Mm. But I just haven't. I'm fine with either one, any of these movies. To be honest with you, I like all of these movies. The ones that I have seen, I like them all. <laughs> but uh, so we're all in agreement that the fourth movie is the pest, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> hard target um but it's up to you guys i i it, either way to me um but i will say to, to make it easy the gray is the highest pick left yeah okay uh, i think the gray it, it's a it's a well-rounded and, mountain yeah and i and the with uh you know the gray like he said you know there is an active adversary that you're that you're surviving against too mm. so it does add another element to this so everybody had two picks on this final mountain. The final there mountain, we go. Castaway, First Blood, The Martian, and The Grey. I had so. three, Chico. You had Castaway? Yep. No, we all number did. four. Yeah, oh. we all. Yeah. All right. I didn't have The Grey, so. <laughs> <laughs> but if I would have had a pocket lip, though. It would have been a, that would have been a perfect mountain. I would have had that. Uh, not really good. I didn't. I didn't pick the Martian either way. All right. So that's our final mountain. Our final mountain is Castaway, First Blood, the Martian, and the Gray. Uh, I, I'll check out the Gray. I'll see. I mean, I think I own it, but I haven't seen it. I heard bad things about it. Like it got bad reviews or whatever. The, the Gray. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, I heard bad things about it, but then I may be wrong. I was like, maybe I'm. I think people were just tired of seventy nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, sixty four percent on Metacritic. I think this dude was getting a lot of flack for being uh, for doing another movie where it's about surviving, where it's basically yeah. another. You know what? Is, and you know it's a Ridley Scott movie, right? Is it? R- Ridley Scott produced it, directed by Joe Carnahan. Joe, uh, okay, yeah, Ridley Scott uh, produced. Ridley Scott produced. Well, yeah, I mean, that's uh, not, not the same. <laughs> not the same. Yeah. <laughs> you almost got me. You almost got. I was already getting. <laughs> All right, man. That's our final mountain. Make sure you check Mike Merkel. Uh, he's uh, he has other podcasts. Make sure you check out all these other work. Go to at Mike Merkel on all social media. So check that out. Uh, same thing goes for uh, me. I'm at Nary Science on everything except TikTok. It's at Nary Science Comedy. That's the only difference on TikTok. Uh, make sure you check that out. We have other podcasts on the Geek Bro Network that include uh, David Uyoa, uh, which will Shiver is going to come back uh, hopefully soon. We're working on that to bring yep. Shiver, a horror yep. movie podcast. So we're going to uh, be working on that. It's going to be me. Uh, it's going to be David, I'm sorry, uh, Debona, and myself. Uh, check that out. Mike and I are on the What's Up Bro podcast, which airs uh, live Wednesday on Facebook, tw- uh, Instagram. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. And then we uh, post the, uh, the 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 audio version a week later, or more because I'm a little busy. Um, so make sure you guys check that out. There's also uh, on GeekBro.net. You can also check out other podcasts such as uh, Better Let Me Tell You, A Dose of Ellie, A Childlike at Best with Mike Valdez. So make sure you go go check out the other podcasts. I have. Two podcasts that I'm working on, two new podcasts that I'm working on. One is Seasons, that is without exaggeration, three years in the fucking making, but I'm gonna finish this shit. Come hell out. Wow. Okay. Fucking <laughs> okay. Give me, you give me three weeks and I will have this fucking podcast done. And once that is done, I have another podcast that I'm working on that I just thought of the other day. Uh, and I'm, uh, I already got Missy in on that podcast and I'm gonna try to sucker Mike to, I mean, try to get Mike to do the podcast with me as well. So uh, make sure you be on the lookout. Go to geekbro.net. Uh, check out all the other podcasts. 
podcast on the network. Thank you for checking us out. Uh, and if you oh, uh, Helium Podcast Network, uh, the Mont Geekmore podcast is part of the Helium Podcast Network. So go to uh, heliumpresents.com. So make sure you guys check that out. Thank you for listening. That's how lists are made. <laughs>